Hey guys, before we get started today, I just wanted to let you know that we have a map for the dungeon in this episode. It's available at tpk.games or patreon.com slash tpkg. This is so that you guys have something to look at while we're running through this dungeon and you can feel the suspense that our players do. So that's all we needed to let you guys know. Please continue on with the episode. Daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everyone. I am your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt, and with me are my ever stalwart players. Playing Fwester Delir, we have Sam Capic. With two functioning arms. Oh. Playing Stagander Erlingson, we have Gordon Proctor. The mostly functioning skull. <laughs> and playing your Anna Raburn, we have Savannah Merritt. I traded all my bones years ago for voluptuous hair. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. How are we doing? I'm doing Great. all right. How about you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Hope you guys like dungeons. Hope yeah, like yeah. Dragons. Our 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 Do lads like and lassie oh. decided to stumble their way into another dungeon. We're really good at this. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> Hey, you guys went like like 12 episodes without ever going into a dungeon, okay? Yeah, because we weren't level 3 yet. Mm -hmm. So, last time on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, our heroes dealt with the aftermath of the Lair of the Verbeeg. A recovering Fethmoran was elected the Speaker of Goodmead and further revealed some of his mysterious origins that came kind of out of nowhere for for our friend Yora. Yeah. Like, my best friend is not just a trapper? That's weird. Each of them received several gifts. Steg, an axe. Yora, the medallion, said that he said to use in case of extreme dire emergency and an ornate lockpicking set for Fwester. And with those gifts, everyone made their way to Cairdenaval. Uh, over four hours of travel, they kind of talked to each other, read the Gnomish Journal, tried to suss out exactly what the axe was to no avail, and arrived in Cairdenaval, a ruined military town without an inn, which they found quite, <laughs> quite disturbing. And when they talked That's to more disturbing, they had no booze. They had no yeah. booze, and everyone was really angry. Talking <laughs> to Rourke, the tavern keeper, they found out about troubles in troubles in East Haven and on the road as well as mysterious figures coming in and out of the castle, a rumor they have heard before. 
and thus decided to get to the ding-dang diddly bottom of this and march their way up to the castle full bore. And that's where we find our adventurers hiking uphill towards the care of Caradon of All. So, it's about to be nighttime again. <laughs> it's it's already dark, but the sun for what it for what was there is going down. Oh, it's uh, like a, yes, a sturdy stone castle devoid of warmth and ostentation squats atop the cliffs overlooking the town and the frozen harbor. Warding the castle entrance are thick battle-hardened wooden doors. Four cylindrical guard towers have wind-worn flags bearing the town's heraldry fluttering above their tiled conical roofs. These towers are connected by icy battlements and parapets. Atop the castle walls and within the guard towers, torches flicker. All right. So, looking at this uh, this map here, you've you've so kindly given us. <laughs> are we seeing? Is that two guards out front on either yes. side of the gate? Those are two guards. Okay. Standing on either side. Uh, for everyone listening, uh, they are approaching from the south on your map, and there are two guards standing by the gate. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and approach the guards. Why not? We're just coming here to ask if we can stay. Okay. Totally. Totally. Uh, The guards seem to stand up straight and look at each other as you approach. Uh, And one of them says, that's far enough. All right. How are you gentlemen today? Doing just fine. Uh, Keeper Kranich Seaver is not having any guests. He's too sick. Please. Sick? Go away. That's that's terrible. What does he seem to have uh, come down with? Well, that seems like his business, don't you think? Ah, well, you see, we are a uh, group of traveling doctors. We were told that since there were no lodgings here, that we may be able to find some room in this fine building here, this fantastic establishment. Terrific flags, by the way. Uh, But, as you know, as people of medicine, we can't rightly hear that someone is ill and turn down an opportunity to help. Roll deception. Absolutely. That is going to be a 17. The speaker has no need for your heathen rituals. Heathen rituals? Well, very well. But if you're going to turn us away at your door, can I at least ask where we might be able to stay this evening, seeing as there's no other lodgings available here? The guard that you're speaking to looks at the other guard, and the other guard kind of rolls his his head and says, You can stay in the courtyard and no further. Understood. Understood. I appreciate your kindness. There is a storm blowing in, and we wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. Thank you very much. You're truly saints among men. 
and at a whistle, the door in front of you begins to open, and you guys can move into the icy courtyard. All right, I'll move on in. Are these staircases yeah. on either side of the courtyard? Yes. Okay. So, and are these? In, listen. Footprints in the snow lead to various doors along the courtyard's perimeter, including a tall double door to the keep, with its unwelcoming row of arrow slits and barred windows on the upper floor. To the east of the double door is a small, single-story building with a slanted, snow-covered roof. West of the double door are two unused merchant stalls with with torn canopies. Tucked under some icy stairs in the northwest corners is a slender wooden hut with a crescent move carved on the flimsy door. Your move. <laughs> I'll move. All right, well, at the moment, we need to maintain appearances. So let's start setting up a little camp. Okay. And as we're setting up, are there any guards stationed in this large courtyard? Or that do doesn't we seem, look like it. Or do we seem relatively alone? You seem relatively alone. All right. While we're setting up uh, and we have some privacy, I am going to speak with Yoren Stag real quick. Now, okay. there are a lot of suspicious people in this town and apparently some tiefling. And I know it's asking a lot, but if either of you find a tiefling woman with pale white skin and black tipped horns... Please let me know. Is she dangerous? Yes. She is. Understood. Very well. All right, well, let's get setting up. Then, gonna put on some more appearances of putting on tents and sorting out gears, or sorting out his gear. Uh, so you guys start to kind of set up a set up a camp to maintain your kind of cover. Is the word I was looking for? Cover. <laughs> yeah. And we're doing so in uh, just next to the main gate. Okay. So right there, next to the main gate on the western side. Does Yora have any like medical supplies of any kind with her that she could just she has casually a whole throw out? Kit. Yes, Yora is going oh, to. Uh, That's right. She got it last. <laughs> um, oh. She's definitely gonna like take out her holy symbol and her medical kit and be like, Ooh. "Oh, oh it's so it's hard just, being a healer." Yeah, it's it's difficult being a traveling healer to get supplies, but luckily right now I'm just so fully stocked. You're also. You also notice that on the the eastern side of the of the main gate there is a door leading into the wall right there so you see where you guys are they're on the yeah. west side okay exactly opposite of you okay so on the there's eastern a door, side of the gate uh there's a door right here okay right there probably some kind of guard house or such yeah looks like it looks like the door to a, like a gatehouse okay Hmm. It didn't have that in the description, but it's it's definitely there. 
And what is this building in the northeastern corner of the courtyard? Not That's... the not the tall tower, but this little first story building again. A little outbuilding. Oh, it's that's all a, it is. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a squat kind of ramshackle building. Don't know what's uh, in it. But... No, you don't know what's in it. There's a door right here. It's like a shed, right there. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Mm. Well, I could go investigate if you guys uh keep watch for me. Yeah, Wes, can you go uh uh find the bathroom? Of course. And, uh, he'll lean over and whisper, See a god just yell bandages, that you need bandages. Of course. Deal, 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 deal. Alright. And then Fwester is, uh, going to take a nice little casual stroll over to that short building on the outside of the main keep building. And does it appear to be locked? You don't get close enough. No, oh. because a the a cacophony of baying and barking issues from the hut. But I have an idea of what's with, in there now. With uh, Steg's newfound company of sled dogs, do these sound like sled dogs, or do they sound like? They sound almost exactly like your team. Okay. So presumably sled dogs for moving things in and out of the camp, the castle. That's it could be safely assumed. That's yeah. That's unless you want to investigate. Not until the dogs are asleep. So I suppose I'll go and check out those two ruined stalls to the north of where we're camping. See what's up with those guys. Stream's definitely there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, just pee in the old fruit stall. That'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, these are two mercantile stalls that seem to have been long abandoned. They were probably some sort of travelers accommodations, like a settlement of accommodations for travelers, and they are okay. absolutely in ruin. Hmm. In ruin, you say? Mm-hmm. Can I take some time to identify if this seems just like disrepair due to time, or if maybe something a little more out of the ordinary happened here? Yeah, if you take your time and check it out, this looks like it was purposefully destroyed. Purposefully destroyed? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Are there any remnants of what was being sold at those stands? Nope. Yeah, probably got rid of those. Right. Probably how they were destroyed or how they were destroyed that's a good question were they burnt were they smashed mostly they smashed it looks like smashed. Okay. smashed smashed bunch of big heavy sticks and whack 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 yeah alright well I think that's all that I'm going to investigate before the sun or before the day turns into sleepy time night instead of regular night yeah so, head on back to the group. Okay. And let them know that it seems like there's some sort of sled dogs in that little shed over there, and those carts were both not just abandoned, but destroyed. So, keep our eyes peeled. I think I'm going to look around a little bit more tonight. 
Okay. Farewell. As the sun sets, as sun sets in air quotes, it begins to get very cold, even colder. And nothing really changes around the castle. Hmm. Do the guards at the front gate change for like a shift? Nope. I meant to ask earlier, um, were the guards hooded or what? They were in armor. Okay. What, what kind of people were they? You couldn't tell. They were oh, they had plate. like full plate. Okay. Yeah, they were in full plate. Interesting. They, did they have horn holes? No. Okay. That's my main question. All right. Hmm. All right, well, since the guards didn't switch out, I wonder. All right, we need a plan. Well, we can't go. I mean, we can go to the right, but the dogs will start barking if they're still awake. That's what I was thinking. I was going to say head to the stairs to the west and then get into that area of the wall and see where that leads. Perhaps I can calm the dogs. That is also a possibility. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. You look like you have a thought. I was just... Uh, 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 the dogs... If... If... Sig can befriend them now. Perhaps they might be useful later? Exactly. I'm with you. I think that's a good plan. Let's start off with that. And if guards are like, oh my god, what are you doing with the dogs? We can just say bathroom. Yeah. Y'all didn't (laughs) help us literally at all. There was no tour. They could just look outside. Oh no, our dogs are kept at the, the tavern. Never mind. I could just say, like, ah, I love dogs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a fan of it's, dogs. It's not a lie. Yeah, I mean, Stag <laughs> is certainly not lying there. Yora's going to do, like, at this point, everybody knows Yora's, like, like asking for consent to touch you and give you guidance. If she, like, holds up her hand or something and, like, makes a face. Like, can I give you guide? We all know what she's up to. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Seg. Ooh, what D4? Some guy. D4. Love the D4. Alright, so Steg, you're you're thinking of going in there and uh, checking it out? Mm-hmm. Alright, go ahead. I'm not going to try and sneak over. I'm just going to casually walk over, but quietly open the door. Okay. Yeah, move your token. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Please do. Approach the dogs. Uh, You open the door and you find, uh, and you peek inside. You find piles of husky-style dogs laying about the floor. Uh, And amongst them is a small, emaciated child that's curled up amongst them. Human child? Uh, Yes. Not on the list of things I was expecting. Oh, no. like a, a newborn, a little toddler. Looking to be about eight years old. 
Oh. Oh, this is gonna cause some long-term damage. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Steg's gonna whisper. Child. Child. Awaken. Uh, look. <laughs> a, a little toe-headed kid. The little toe-headed kid, like, pops up. He goes, huh? Hair's all messed up, like, half-sleeping. He goes, who's that? Uh, and all the dogs' heads start to come up, and they start to wake up. Who's that? Uh, I mean you no harm, but are you all right? Well, uh... I'm stuck in a in a dog room, barely fed. Now a big stranger's talking to me. What do you think? I suppose this is very odd. Would you like some food? Would love some food. I'll and give him. Ask me to ask. I'll give him two rations. Uh, he snarfles them down and then shares a little bit with the uh, dogs. Those are two Goliath-sized rations. Yeah. yeah. He is emaciated. He Trying looks like to he's win to some favor with those folks. And those hounds. Alright. What do you want? Are you Ever? here against your will? You don't know much about how the world works, do you, sir? No. Well, what happens is, is if you sneak into a food shipment meant for the speaker and get captured by a bunch of crazy-ass cultists, you get pressed ganged into service. So, yeah, I'm here against my will. Do you try to steal food? Why? It's cold out there. It's hard to keep me weight on. I got any more food. see that. There is plenty of food, if you can tell me a little bit more about what's happening here. Know what's going on here? I'm a servant, though. I kind of know my way around. You must have seen something. Yeah. Bunch of weirdos hanging about not to mention that nervous looking boy over in the gatehouse with the uh, the weird horned creature and the grumpy old lady upstairs <laughs> other than that oh and there's a cat too it's pretty nice it's not it's a good cat did you say cat yeah I said cat Mir's also working. What? Have, have you seen anything unusual aside from the cultists around? It's always unusual things going on around here. Uh, Could you be more specific? The memory seems to be um, foggy. Maybe something shiny and bright would... Uh, Clear out the fog. Then pulls out his axe. I was actually about to say that. Hmm. Not shiny enough. 
I was thinking something smaller. I mean, if you want to give me that to clear out the fog, that's fine. Child, this weighs more than you ever will. Yeah, I bet it weighs more than me in gold, too. You wish to bargain with food for information, correct? I'll take coin, to. Speaking as not stick strong suit. <laughs> Man, this has been an adventure already. So I'm just sort of like peeking in the door. Or am I all the way inside? You're, I mean, I would be inside. Okay. I'm going to crack the door a little bit and try and get Wester's attention because he's better at this kind of thing. With oh, my... calling for backup, are you? With my uh, dark vision, do I see Steg beckoning me over? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll head uh, What do they call you? My name is Alsar. Alsar. Yeah. This is my friend, Fwester. Oh. We'll join as well. And this is my friend, Yora. Oh my god, hi! Oh my god, hi! Well, aren't you an unusual group? Something like that. We mean no harm. We wish only to find out what's happening here and eventually just get some rest. Well, like I said to the oak tree. Rude. Your stifles a chuckle. I only know the layout. And uh, for a little bit more shiny, I might be able to tell you a little bit more about what's going on, but so foggy. Yeah. So And the darkness. The darkness. It's, yeah. it's, it's impeding on my ability to think. You seem like a crafty little one, don't you? What was your first clue? Shortstop. Well, not crafty enough to get out of this doghouse, is that right? So well, I'll tell you what. Cultists are not to be messed with. You help us do what we're trying to do here. We get you out of here. What are you trying to do here? Trying to figure out what the hell is going on. There's some bad stuff happening, right? I mean, hell. They stuffed a little kid into a doghouse. I mean... Yora puts her hand on Fuster's shoulder and gives him guidance. Now, is this the lot in life you want? Does it look like the life, the, the life that I want? Sure as hell doesn't. So you help us, and we give you your life back. Oh, big promises from such a small man. Mm, I've done a lot for such a small man. Deck's going to clear his throat very loudly. <laughs> as soon as he says small man. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. You speak for the trees? <laughs> I fucking love this kid. <laughs> I hate talking to him, but I love this kid. <laughs> well, <laughs> you cleared your trout like you had something to say. Say it to me, boy. <laughs> My dogs also want some more food. Okay. You know. I'll give him to some keep food. them quiet. Yeah, I'll give him some food. <laughs> Just one ration. The dogs are like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! 
This what do you kid say? is quite the fucking <laughs> bargainer, isn't he? Yeah. He's hardcore. Yeah. What do you say, kid? You well, help us. We help you. I don't you. know what I can help you with, so you're going to have to be a little bit more specific. We need to get around this castle, and we need as few people to know about it as possible. Why? All right. Well, you don't want to be going to into any of those doors over there. And he like kind of, he kind of like does the safety brief point for airplanes, right? Pointing at the towers. Chock full of cultists is. All right. Otherwise, the layout's basically the same on both floors. Excellent. What's the quickest way to get to the speaker? Uh, you're going to have to go upstairs. All right. Best way to get mm -hmm. up there? Well, you could sneak in through one of the side doors, or you could take the stairs. Don't <laughs> mm. off the stairs are to my liking. When you make it sound like uh, you might just get caught going that way. I mean, it's up to you. Alright. One last question. Sure. You know what a tiefling is, right? That's not my question. No. Looks like us. Big ol' horns. The devil-looking fellas. That's right, the devil-looking fellas. Oh, I... Tell me, you seen a tiefling woman with a white skin and black-tipped horns around here? Oh. No. Aren't they normally red-skinned? They are. She's a weird one. There's a tiefling in that room over there if you want to go ask. He points across at the, uh, at the gatehouse. Hmm. I just might. Alright, kid. Oh, okay. Once we finish oh. up your business here, we're making sure you're getting out, alright? Okay. Just sit tight. And don't go and kidding yourself or... afterwards. He plops back down amongst the dogs. Oh, this was fun. Have a good evening, one and all. He lays back like he's some kind of fucking king. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Before we man. go, uh, quick, what's your name? You do not have ears, lass. The name's Alisar. I told you that already. Sorry, it's, it's been a long day. Uh, uh, Alisar, how many cultists are there? That's, uh, well, a lot. Oh, good. Okay. Appreciate it. Love the specifics. You're welcome. And he, he leans back and is just giggling to himself as you guys close the door. All right. Well, we got some information. And that's the most important thing. That was exhausting. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Sagander Okinson. <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> he speaks in, with the trees. I've been in spots like that kid has been in. You can really hard to stay sweet in them. Anyways, now we need a plan of action for how to get to the speaker, figure out what's going on, and to put a stop to it. So you let's, guys. I don't have anything to tell you. 
I was waiting so for he one said of the other two to speak can, up. So he said we can go either up the stairs or in the side door. Indeed. Sounds Have like we seen any side doors? Yeah, there's side doors. You see them right here. There's side doors right here. Side doors right here, right here, right here, right there. And then that's the main door. All right. Is it safe to assume that the speaker would be in this main building up to the north? And the main key? Probably, yeah. That's the main key. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so what we're looking for is a side door that might lead into there. And there's hmm. a side door in each of the four corner towers. Stairs right uh, here. And then uh, east and west. And then a door leading to the gatehouse. the gatehouse on the eastern side of the gate. That supposedly has another tiefling. Has a tiefling in it, yes. Who is, if I understand correctly, not there according to their will, right? No, just Alisar was there against yeah. his will. Yeah. So his tiefling oh, might be with the cult. Yeah. Well, they would know more. They would. Do you want me to go and try and talk to them? They might also raise the alarm. These are both very valid concerns truth so we can either go directly for the keep or talk to the tiefling i'm down for either plan yora i guess i i think we could use more information but time is of the essence that's true it seems like we only have one night before we're going to be removed yeah, so we can. I, I guess I'm fine either way as well. All right. Steg? What is it we plan to accomplish here? We need why, to uncover... Remember what, why you're here. Yeah. The speaker was doing some odd things with some barobed people. I believe the elf back at Bremen mentioned that they were tieflings. And so, yes, but what, are we planning to put a stop to it? Are we planning to find out what it what it is they're doing and expose originally, it? Originally, or? you are here to find Cora's son. Yeah. Okay. That as well. Because the rumors of Tieflings connect with Cora's story about the Tieflings showing up. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, and cultists all kind of wraps together with this and... The cultists are associated with Sephic and his ice dagger. That's, That's true right. as well. Yeah. So even though we walked up here expecting, um, just trying to uh, maybe learn a bit more and also have a place to sleep, I think it now directly ties into the, the overarching. The everything that, that's going on. The, the everything? The everything, kind of. Really kind of stepped into the fire here. Anyway. Well, that's what we do. Yeah. All right. So we should make an attempt at the keep first, I think. That's good. Um, I fear for what that tiefling in the gatehouse, where his allegiances lie. Did the kid not say that there is plenty of guards and such inside the gatehouse? He said inside the towers. Yeah. Presumably it takes more than one person to open the gate in the gatehouse though 
So it's safe to guess that that tiefling would not be alone. Yeah. So I I think think that keep might be our better choice right this moment. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I'll lead the way if you both want to watch the flank. Yarg. How do we feel about rolling stealth? I would love to roll stealth. That's the way. Before before we head out, can I um, task Lysbin with something? Sure. All right. Um, I'm going to whisper to Lysbin. I'm going to motion for her to land on my arm. Um, And then when she does so, I'm going to say, Lysbin, dear. Fly up above. Uh, you can land wherever, you know. I Creative agency is up to you. But if you could, hoot if you see anything weird. Get what I'm going with? Gorgeous. <laughs> she takes she sees her own reflection and hoots immediately. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Oh, weird. <laughs> Maybe not the best choice. <laughs> All right. So rolling stealth, and I believe we're going to go towards the uh, northwestern side door. I think that's a good plan. The one attached to the tower, or is there yep. a side door attached to the main building? There's a there's a door right there. Yeah, that's the that's front the main door. door. Most likely yeah. to be watched. What do I look like? That's the only way directly into the keep. Mm. Okay. The rest lead into the towers. So I guess the good question is, do we want to head directly into the keep and risk it there, or do we want to try and sneak through a tower? Oh, I vote Northwestern Tower. I liked that idea. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to say for. Alright. Stealth. Well, hmm? Stealth. Uh, Yorah got a 7 on stealth. <laughs> Alright. Well, I got a 1. Dig got a 15. <laughs> Alright, well, looks like you're the rogue now. <laughs> move yourselves to the Northwest Tower. Oh, I don't like this plan anymore. So, so, Steg starts to open the door slowly, and Fwester, uh slips on a patch of ice and shoves him through the door. Oh, and no. he goes ass over tea kettle through the door. Uh, and Yora, trying to catch Fwester, also slips on the ice. And you guys go sliding in, all of you prone, into that room in random spots. Thanks, Fwester. And I didn't think Fwester could move Stag. <laughs> only on accident. This is the only time he's capable. <laughs> oh... Okay, I'm going to roll real quick. For to... those listening, there are six beds, three of which are occupied by sleeping guards. And hopefully they stay that way. Most likely not, but... <laughs> God damn it. I mean, <laughs> you crit failed. I know. But oh. they don't know that. So these all three of these guys start awake and get out of bed and go, hi, 
Stop right there. This isn't uh, the bathroom. It's these, it's these cultists. They're wearing That's robes. That's exactly the line I was about to use, Sam. <laughs> and uh, and the nondescript like face masks, kind of very uh, like masquerade style face masks, all the way oh. down to the chin, though, not over like, the eyes. Just like that picture right there. <laughs> like um, the ones from um, what's that cult from Game of Thrones? Oh, um, yeah, the, the birds or something like that. Harpies. Yeah, they're just like that. Okay, gotcha. Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, we, uh, no. this is in the bathroom. Doesn't get a uh, doesn't get a persuasion or a deception well, uh, check with a crit fail. <laughs> it doesn't. All right. Uh, Fine. Fifteen for in Oh wait, nope. I'm silly. Yes, fifteen for initiative. Okay. Sixteen for initiative. Twenty-two for initiative. Oh my. Jeez, Stag is really quick on the draw. He saw dogs twice today. He's having a great day. Okay. So everyone. Who who got above a twenty? I did. Okay. Fifteen to twenty. The rest of us. Okay. What'd you get? Sixteen. Fifteen and sixteen. Yep. Fifteen from Yora. Sixteen from the clumsy one. Yora, you're going last. Wow, they all rolled high. Yeah, they did. Great. They were just asleep. Come on. They must be light sleepers. Or something much worse. <laughs> so it's... Or possessed. True. Alright, I'm gonna... Sure. Label these real quick. Keep my name out your dirty mouth. Alright, just with numbers. So cultist 1, 2, and 3. Cultist 1 is going to go first. Oh boy. With a nat 20. Mm. Uh, of course. 32. Okay. He is going to begin whispering uh, as he summons a dagger of that black ice to his hand. Oh, well, my suspicions were confirmed. Oh, no. And then he is going to cast a spell uh, through the knife itself. And I'm going to need... Oh, no, he has to move. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Apologize. He's going to move up to Fluster. Oh. Not again. And hit him. I'm getting real bad flashbacks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh. At least this oh, time no. you have more than 10 hit points. That is true. I have 24. <laughs> that's a 14 to hit. That meets it. Okay, that's a hit. And greets it. He is going to slash that knife across in front of you, but actually completely miss you. Mm. But then a wound is going to open up on your chest. Uh, he's going to cast Inflict Wounds. Oof. The damage for that is 3d10. Jesus. 17 what? slashing damage. Or necrotic damage, I'm sorry. Oh. Yep. Shit. And remember, necrotic damage can't be healed. 
unless by uh, restoration spells. So less magical means. Mm. Yeah, magical means. Because it's literally rotted flesh. Mm-hmm. That's actually not not too bad there. Seventeen. That's lower than the average. No, that's about average. Well, plus is spellcasting. About so. average. Uh, Give or take. I don't know. And he's got that. He's got that. That knife summoned. Uh, Stag, you're up. Damn it. Not again. All right. Stag's going to immediately recognize the same, like, pattern. <laughs> of of getting, getting in trouble of, and alerting the entire place? No, of the the ice dagger and Western oh, immediately yeah. getting wounded terribly and he's going to tackle this uh this cult number cultism. one here All right. make yeah. a uh, opposed make an opposed athletics check 23 oh my god he is strong man he better be uh, ten. So you you successfully tackle him to the ground. Uh, and am I able with, to with a yelp? <laughs> am I able to like try and hold him down, as, like uh, basically try and like rear naked choke? You could definitely try. He's just grappled right now. You'll have to do that on another turn. Okay. I'd like to actually try and choke him out. Okay. And um, I don't think there's anything else I can do right this moment. Okay. And I am decidedly not raging, just for everyone's edification. <laughs> You're not raging. Okay. This is uh, more so you've got him than, than anything else. You have him restrained. That is Cultus 2. Cultus 2 is going to move from... Uh, the northwest side to the southwest side and cast sacred flame at are these Nora. just clerics they're cult fanatics this one at least they've is. only used cleric spells so far yeah <laughs> we've got a couple of other ones weird clerics <laughs> yeah basically all right your make a deck save Alrighty. You can do it. 19, baby. Uh, oh, there it the, is. The, the flame goes up around you, but like it's this it's this sickly kind of gross, like blue purplish flame that starts to creep up your body, and then it quickly fades into like a silvery white. Ah, moon mama. Nice uh, job. Very good. The other cultist is going to move into range uh, and try to cast another, do another inflict wounds on Fwester. Uh, he has to roll mm. for hit. Real quick, is is this uh, dungeon, like the distance, is it laid out the same as the other one? Where like 15 is actually 30? It looks like it is. Yeah, but the way they've been moving. Yeah, it is. It's laid out the exact same way. Alright. Okay, cool. Alright, so... The guy swings at you with his knife and misses with oh, a nine. Oh, my God. 
he swings it across and that that necrotic energy bleeds out of the knife and just barely misses Wester. And you can see like some of your hair dries out, dies and falls off. Not uh, the voluptuous locks. Do you guys know how much uh, product I have to use? Wester, you're up. Oh boy, I'm getting real tired of getting hit and getting hit with ice knives in particular. So the third cultist that just came up took a swing and a miss at me. Would you say that he is within range of Yora that I would get a sneak attack bonus? He's outside of range from Yora. All right. Then in that case, I'll go ahead and attack the one that is on the ground with my rapier. Oh, that okay. Stag is holding down. You're going to get advantage on that? I will indeed. Which means I get sneak attack. Ha <laughs> Ah. That is going to be an 18 to hit. That absolutely hits. Excellent. Nice. So that is going to be 1d8 plus 2d6 plus 3. So I'm going to go ahead and deal a whopping 10 piercing damage. 10 piercing damage to cultist 1. Indeed. Get stabbed. Okay. Yeah, you uh, stab him and he, he gives you this like withering look. <laughs> like, ah! Ugh. As he's struggling with tag. <laughs> and then for my bonus action, I would like to cutting action disengage. No. You? Yes. Say it isn't so. And I am going to run up north towards one of the beds. Okay. And that will be my uh, turn. Be your turn. That's Yora. Woo! Um, okay, so Yora is uh, just kind of jazzed from um, that moment of uh, of uh, Moon Mama. Sacred Moon Mama helping me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is going to run up to this, to the cultist number three, who was beaten down on Fwester. <laughs> yeah. Trying to. And grapple him. Grapple him. Doing a post-strength check. Y'all, with you guys are getting into a haul-out fist fight right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that's not we, what I was expecting. We're wrestling. Rasta 15. That's a nine. You also bring him to the ground. The two mm. the two bigger characters are fighting these guys <laughs> on the ground. And Wester and the cultists are at the north and south end just kind of looking at each other like, What's up, bro? Um, this like, is a little awkward. Yeah. And you! <laughs> yeah, you stay over there! <laughs> I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say those two cultists that are on the ground were like the bigger ones, and then the cultist number two is like a little bit more lean and like smaller. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, but the second cultist will like raise his hand up as Fwester mirrors it and they start doing like the, the oh like first contact yeah first yeah, contact yeah uh is that is that it yeah that's it cultist one is wrestling and he is going to attack you with that dagger at disadvantage I at hope. disadvantage that's my AC there it is oh Okay. 14. AC is 15. He got a nat 20 on the other one. 
Disadvantage. Uh, uh, he's, going to, he's going to make two quick jabs, so he's going to try again. That's an eight. That's uh, why we. That's why we wrestle. Yeah, it was a nineteen and an eight. <laughs> yeah, not twenty and a nineteen can be avoided. I'm happy. Uh, cool. He's he's going to miss those, and he's going to. Yeah, that's all he's got. He doesn't have he doesn't have a bonus action right now. He doesn't have anything he can do. So, that's it. Stag, you're up. So, I want to try and like either choke him out or just okay. You're definitely not using the axe though, right? Right now. Correct. Okay, cool. Because you would have to be rolling with disadvantage because yeah. it's a big weapon. But being on top of him, you would also have advantage, so it would cancel out. Yeah. And you would just roll normal. But I could just bonk him with the handle. You are on top of him, and if you're using just your hands, you have advantage for the attack. That is an improvised weapon. If you're going to try to bonk him. No, not, well, I, that was theoretical if I was using the axe. No, I want to try and like position myself to where I can get. Basically, I'd be underneath him. Rear naked back. choke. Yeah, rear naked. Just like I said earlier, yeah. Okay, rear naked choke. So you're okay. So you're gonna do another opposed strength check to try to jostle him around, basically to move okay. him around. And we'll do that now. Twenty-one. Cool. Eighteen. Ooh. Wow. This guy was a fight. This guy was not having it. <laughs> he didn't want it, but. Uh, you manage. You don't have to ask for consent. Okay. Attacked first. So you manage to roll over, and now, oops, and now he is on top of you. Basically and in the next turn, you. you can. You're going to be able to flip him around and choke him. And if you do, you'll just be doing non-lethal damage for the duration of your choke out, and so it'll knock him out. You'll be rolling like you're punching him, but it's non-lethal damage. Oh, wait, I didn't roll with advantage. Should I roll with advantage? Yeah. Should I roll with advantage for that athletics check? You can't. If you hit an at 20, it'll be just something different. Nope. No? Okay. So he's positioned on top of you, which means the rolls have been reversed temporarily. But you're going to have to do another athletics check to flip him, to, to, to basically jostle him around and get your arm up for a rear naked choke and, okay. and get him together. Get you, you see what I'm getting at here? Yeah, 100%. Each time you move him around, it's going to be an quick, athletics check. Quick clarification. Mm -hmm. Once he's on top of me, even though I'm the one moving him around, do, do I he has then have... Okay, gotcha. He has advantage and you have disadvantage. All right. <laughs> but he is also not a strong boy. <laughs> he is not strong boy. He has a plus zero to strength. No um, strong. All right. So cultist number two is, is going to be move off to the side and I, Fwester, and be like, come on, man. You want to go? You want to <laughs> go? Let's go, bro. You want to go? What you good? What you going to do? What are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do? Hey, what's your what name? What are you going to do, bro? Wester! Fuck you, Wester! Fuck you, Wester! And then he is going to cast a spell on you. Oh, boy. 
What spell uh, you is need it? to make uh, you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. This could prove problematic. 16? Oh. I think. Yeah, that passes. Okay, he tried to cast hold person on you. Oh, thank God. What? No, we do the holding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's If only Fwester had an Uno reverse card. Oh, that'd be delightful. <laughs> if he had counterspell, it could... If you'd have plenty on a counter person. spell, it reflects it back. All right. So he could have just held himself. Yeah. The way I do <laughs> counter spells is I have a d20 roll with it, and if you nat 20, you get to reflect it back, and they get okay. hit with their own spell, which is embarrassing. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> disrespectful. That's so disrespectful, especially to like a high level mage. Like it's mm -hmm. disrespectful. <laughs> Last ditch power word kill, and you just end up. You got. So that's all he can do. All right. He gave up his multi-attack to try to stay at a distance from you. Cultus three is going to try to stab Yora with that blade from below. So uh, he has disadvantage. Yes, sir. He does. Uh, that's a, that's probably going to miss. Yep. That's a seven <laughs> and an eight. <laughs> Yes. So you manage to like you do this like cr the cross hand like block as he like tries to jab up you block him and he's like Ugh! and you're like wrestling with that knife and you can feel the cold pouring off of it and like icing your hands you're like Ugh! and uh, <laughs> that is Fuster's turn. This is a pretty dope fight. I mean, we got we got real crazy last fight, so we're just gonna bring it back around the base. This is a very intense, like down and dirty, gritty fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuster, oh. go tackle that guy. No. <laughs> Do it. But, so this Do it. cultist number two tried to style uh -huh. on me. Yeah, he he tried to he tried to style on you. So <laughs> I'm gonna return the favor. He and tried to block you. I'm going to knock an arrow in my short bow, and then I'm going to get to styling. I'm going to run to the northernmost edge of the room and okay. roll over the bed, grabbing the sheet and throwing it in the air to obstruct his view real quick. Okay. And then I'm going to fire an arrow at him so that hopefully I get sneak attack because he can't see exactly where the arrow is coming from and can't defend against it as easily. Roll a luck check. All right. Same as a death saving throw. Nat 20. Wow! What? <laughs> <laughs> one per episode! One Here's per episode. Wester. Uh, that's wow. a nat 20, so that's also going to count as your attack. Okay. Not double damage. Add double uh, damage. But yeah, you're just not rolling an attack. That was so good. You, you're basically... Whew, that luck, you just... You fire it off. You didn't realize, though... You knocked two arrows, bro. Oh. And you fired, you fired off two arrows yeah. at him. Uh, they they tear through the sheet and and thunk into his chest. Roll roll damage for those two arrows. All right. So just roll and double the dice. Yep. And then I'm also going to use my ability as uh, Phantom Rogue. Mm -hmm. uh, proficiency times per day when I sneak attack. You can deal half your sneak attack dice and necrotic damage to a secondary target within 30 feet. What the fuck? And f so, Ooh. does that mean that since 
I'm attacking with double the dice that I can roll two of those sneak attacks. No, it's just just it's the just one. Once. Yeah, it's All right. just once. All right, understandable. But I am going to do the one die to the guy that Steg is holding after this. Okay. But for the attack, work on I'm, work on number two right now. Yeah. So that is. 10 plus 16, 26, 31 plus 3 is 34 damage. So you roll over this thing, you throw up the fur, you draw two arrows and fire it through the the blanket. It rushes out and thunks into his chest and he falls over backwards (laughs) and dies. Wait. The way I picture it is the two arrows took the sheet with it. Mm-hmm. And pinned him preemptively up the covered him up like a cadaver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then guys, Wester just to... one shot that cultist. Yeah, he did. Uh... And then it's five damage to the the cultist that's the cultist on Steg. That Steg is grappling with. Okay. And I'm going to shoot him. Perfect. Just an intimidating look. Like, see what <clears throat> I did to your friend? Yeah, he's fucking. You see this? You see this? I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. I'm glad you. I said those arrows thunk into your chest. I knew it was going to fucking kill that guy, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. He's dead. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> uh, Yora, you're up. This guy just, you're fighting with this guy over a over the knife. You're, uh, you're twisting so it back knife. and forth. Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, well, then, Yora is, um, <laughs> she is going to, uh, um, uh, to, to flip the knife around oh. and try and force it down on Pose the athletics Rivers. checks. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Oh my god, okay. Use that against him. That is a 14. Come on, come on. Crit fail, crit fail, crit fail. Yora, you, 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 you're, you're bodying this, this guy and you flip it around and you push it you're pushing it down and this guy starts to go and like as you slowly drive the knife into his throat and he goes and and then the knife shatters and there's like this spatter of blood from his throat and he just goes limp and just is pouring blood out onto the floor Fuck, wow. that was brutal. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. And you thought... <laughs> you thought last combat was brutal. Oh, Yora's a strong girl. Jeez. You hit it, girl. Shit. All right, cultist... Cultist numero uno is the last one left, and he's going to try to stab Stag while he's got a slight advantage. Ever so slight. Wow. With advantage, he hit once. The rest of them were so low, it wasn't even like... Wow. You have a 15, right? Yeah. He got a 19 on his second attack. Okay. Uh, he's going to... He's you, You're like jostling, and he's just going to slash it across uh, and like slice open your cheek. Uh, and, but... That that slice is going to be so incredibly painful. It feels like like a hot knife just sizzled through your skin. 
and and then the cold is spreading out along your face. It's gonna do 19 slashing damage. Okay. And uh, five necrotic damage. Okay. Just calm. Okay. Well, yeah, he gets to half all that shit. So nope, he's not, <laughs> not raging. raging. Oh, you're not raging. Nope. <laughs> I distinctly said not I'm not raging, raging. because last just... time something bad happened. Good job or... staying honest. Not bad, but funky. Yeah. Good job staying honest. Stag, that's you. That dude just cut your face open. There's like hot blood pouring from it. It's gross. You can feel the rot in your face. You can feel a slight cold on your teeth because it's already rotted through your cheek. Oh. Oh my. Quick wisdom check. He's fine. Okay. That was was just to like, that was just to keep your cool. Yeah. Yeah. Keep cool. No, he's going to attempt to turn this dude around and just take that airway out of commission. Okay. Do an opposed athletic check. That is a I've never had so many opposed athletic check in one in one fight. This is great. Forty five. Five? <laughs> so you grab wow. him by his head and just pull him in and flip him around. And you, you have your big bicep and, and forearm just closing over his airway. And he's going, you're going to do uh, 2d4 plus your strength modifier and damage uh, every round. Does that include this round? That includes right now, yeah. Okay. Four. Four. And my modifier is four. Oh my god. Max choke. Yeah. He chokes him the all right i think it's about time to to end this combat don't you guys say so foister is going to walk up to cultist one he stabbed me and it hurt yeah he he slashed me across the chest and that really fucking hurt none of this has been he's the only one who's hit anyone uh yeah let's try really hard guys and so foister will just walk up to this cultist and try and just slide his rapier in between the guy's ribs. Just, heh. Okay. Casually just... With advantage? Indeed. Because he is prone. Mm -hmm. For a lot of reasons. And Uh, that is going to be a 22 to hit. Wow. Wow. And that is going to be 3d6 because Steg is within 5 feet of this man, I believe. Uh, You are incapable of not killing him. I'm incapable of not killing him. 3d6 plus 3. Plus 3, that's a minimum minimum of 6 damage. He has 4 health left. Alright. All I need was another strength modifier. No. (laughs) Or another another d4. (laughs) So Forster just walks up and slides his rapier in between the man's ribs. Yep, just gently. Just... And the guy, the guy's struggling and then he just kind of like slows down and then just stops breathing and Stag releases him and pushes him off of him and there's three dead cultists in here what a stylish fight yo that was a crazy fight y'all <laughs> that was That's pretty insane. cool I like that, that. Cool. 
that is a down and gritty hardcore fight in D&D. That's how I like it. That was cinematic as hell. Wester is slowly turning into a fucking stone cold killer though. Ninja. Sure. He just ninja the shit out of that guy. Over there. First blood, bro. Whew. This is the first person you are has ever killed. Oh jeez. Oh my god. Campaign and first kill. Yeah. How is Yora taking that, actually? Yes, you're okay. She's probably leaned down on this guy, like, uh. Oh, yeah, no. she's like, she pushed it down, and then she's just like, kind of sitting there. The so like, the, ah. the the knife shattered, like like Suffix did, and and Yora got like the squirt of blood all over her hands and like a fleck of it across her face, and she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> And she's gonna, she shakes her head um, and looks up and goes, Is everybody okay? She's covered in blood. How are you doing? (laughs) You look a little, a little shaken. I I feel like I could use a bath. But maybe later. Probably later. Oh my god. Both of you, face, stomach, slash. Oh, you should Dang. see the other guys. What, what do you do? <laughs> well. Yeah, there's just a dude that's mm. pink cushioned by arrows in the corner and, uh, and just, one dude that's just absolutely brutalized. <laughs> I like to imagine that he fell back into a bed with the sheet pinned to him, just laying back down. Yeah, and the arrows sticking <laughs> out. So the first oh. thing I want to do is take off a mask from one of the cultists and see... Absolutely. What's the deal? We should take off all their masks. Okay. Okay. They are all human. Okay. Uh, the area around their mouths, all the way up their cheeks, is completely frostbitten. Hmm. And their their eyes are now milky white. The masks did not have. Did they have eyeslits? They have like little eye slits. Uh, there's a picture That's, in the journal. I would not have noticed whether or not they were milky before. You, yeah, you wouldn't have been looking too deeply into their eyes. You know what I mean? More worried <laughs> yeah. about the the sharp, pointy end of whatever they were holding. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they have any sort of like identifiable marks or branding or anything on them? Uh, you do, do, any sort of do an investigation check, please. I would love to do an investigation check. I, I will assist Mr. Fwester here. I would love some assistance. You will get a consensual slap on the back with guidance. I would love a gentle guidance. My chest is very sore. That is going to be a dirty 20 to investigate. Wow. So you... You take down the... Uh, you start to kind of like pick apart their robes and stuff to see what's going on and tattooed on their chest is a bluish purple handprint with a swirl in the center <laughs> and <laughs> and I just broke Sav <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> she is having a mini freak out right now yeah Hold on, I'll send you a picture in just a second. I think Yora 
audibly uh, just sighs at that. Just goes. <gasps> <sighs> you uh, you all right there, Yora? I know it's not the greatest quality of tattoo, but you know it's not that bad. <sighs> so I haven't told y'all everything. I guess. Same. Yeah, we're all, you know, I'm going to be. So remember when uh, there was that big explosion that totally killed me? Yeah. Vividly. Well, um, can I show you all my chest? Sure. Respectfully, please. Respectfully. Yes, this uh, is if, you guys, if you guys want to look in the journal, I've got that picture for you. And uh, she shows her chest, which is emblazoned with this mark. Yours is different, though. It's not a tattoo. It looks like it's glowing internally, like from underneath your skin. Like it's a light source. And it looks like a regular handprint. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's not the best tattoo either. I will I'll give you that I'll give you credit for that. Yeah. Not really my style. That is concerning. Has anything happened since up. you got it? No, no. It's just it feels cold. That is almost more concerning. Cora told me it's the mark of Levistus. Who's a demon prince, as far as I know. Hmm. What that means, you know. I but but seeing this, I cannot bring it up right now. Seems very relevant. Would seem very dishonest if I didn't tell y'all about this handprint on my chest that I did not get consensually. Another big issue. We could talk about that later, though. Yeah. So we should figure out what this is. Yeah, definitely. This. Hmm. This causes some issues. I think. I don't know what those issues are. But I feel like it'll cause some. That's all I can do at this point, really. <laughs> <laughs> True. So we have a bear, someone who might be undead, and someone marked by Levistus. It's like a setup to a bad joke. We really, uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. I mean, you could see it as a, as a, as a journey of discovery. We could. I won't, but I could. <laughs> Make a valid point. I view it as... So what's the move here, guys? Well, we, we should focus on the task at hand. Find who are. Figure out what's going on with the cultists. Find the speaker and see what's going on. Since all the masks are off, can I do a perception check to see if any of them look like Korra? Yes. Or, yeah, you can. Yeah. Do a history check for me. While Yora is doing that, I would like to. Are those nightstands or footlockers next to <gasps> beds? Dirty twenty. Let's go. Nightstands. None of these carry the same facial features as as like Cora or Hanar. Oh, thank God! I didn't that realize that we might have accidentally. I didn't even think about. Oh, we might have accidentally killed the person we're trying to save. 
<laughs> well, that's kind of why I was trying to do non-lethal damage because I thought maybe just, mm, maybe he got inducted. Maybe. No, no, you, you all just murdered the hell out of some people, but like, so far, no. Stag showed restraint, and Twester said, "Nah." <laughs> Twester was done. He's tired of fighting. <laughs> Doesn't he didn't want a repeat of Sephic? He saw the ice knives, and he was like, "No." Understandable. Again. Yeah, there was some. There was definitely a memory, uh, memory flash on that one. <laughs> so, what's the move, guys? I want to quickly see if there's anything notable in any of the nightstands. Nothing really. You okay. search through, and there's there's like some literature about like oh. Do you want a place of acceptance? Come on out. Uh, join come. the cult. Yeah. yeah come join the yeah. cult. You know, cult literature. Mm. <laughs> Never be cold again. Hey. Or be cold forever. Mm. Relatively. <laughs> it's all subjective. I think it's time we go upstairs and try and get into the uh the main keep the speaker's quarters okay oh real quick these masks and ropes oh you're right How well check out check out the picture pick of the of the cultist making me look at pictures in the journal yeah wondering if we could use those as disguises to get in you yeah. wouldn't have to take off any armor that you have to wear their clothes. Also, Steg would have to put on armor to be disguised, which really screws up his AC. <laughs> yeah. It do. You can take the masks, though. Can I take just the cloak and mask? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I think I'll do the yeah, same thing. Same. Okay. Sure. Yours is gonna be so long, Fluster. Oh, can I take Cultist <laughs> yeah, like, Two's? The floor. Can I take Cultist Two's cloak? He was the shortest Dude, one, right? Specifically, take Cultist Two's. <laughs> yeah. Cloak, was... so that it fits you. Yeah, he was the short one, right? <laughs> I want, <laughs> I want Stag to go take Cultist Two's, and you to take <laughs> Cultist Ones, and so it's like pulled at your feet, and Stag comes up on him like a cat, like a cutoff shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I got a halter cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crop top cloak. It's very fashionable nowadays. Yeah, keeps you cool. Beautiful. Show some midriff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Where's we need your head and literally nothing else. <laughs> Maybe your back if there's no wind. Yeah, meanwhile, if a wind blows too firmly for me, I'll get all tangled up. True. So you guys want to head up those stairs? I would love to head up those stairs. Yes. The uh, spiral, spiral staircase in the corner. Oakley doakley. Oh. Oh. We have transitioned yes. to another map. Up here? Same yeah. tower, just the next floor. Yeah. There is... It's a little bit smaller of a room. Oh, hold on. Let me get rid of this. It's a little bit smaller of a room. Uh, but it's it's got more beds in it, and they're all empty. 
Okay. Okay, good. Do the stairs go up another floor, or is it just a two-floor tower? There, The stairs go up another floor, but there's a... It leads to a hatch. You can assume that it leads to the top of the tower. Hmm. And the battlement. Like up, up on the... The parapet. Yes, the parapet, like the battlements. Mm. Okay. The top of the turret. Now, yes. using my wide elven mind, can I remember about how high up the keep was compared to the top of the towers? Like if there was a large difference in height between them, or if they were pretty similarly tall? They're pretty similarly in height. Oops. Oh. And they look pretty okay. close together. Like right see, next to each other. I see where you're going. Yeah. It's a matter of being able to find a place to jump to. Yeah. Well, once we go up to the top of the tower, we should be able to get a better idea. Mm. So if you guys would like, I can stealth my way up through the hatch. Sneakily peek. See if there's anyone keeping watch. I would love a ble- uh, guidance. Sneakily peekly. Sneakily peekly. Come on, don't screw me this time. I'm the rogue. This is like the two things I'm good at. All right. That is going to be a dirty 20. Nice. Okay. Uh, So you're stealthed and you peek up through there and you see three heavily armed, heavily armored. What looks like like a heavy version of the cultists that you've met down below. Their armored helms are fashioned so that the mask is... They basically have a helm that looks like they're wearing the mask, but also covers the rest of their head. Okay. Yeah, it's a built-in mask. Well, that plan's not going to work. Yeah, And they're all carrying heavy weapons, and one of them's got a big, heavy crossbow. Huh. Well, we need a different plan. I'll come back down and let Yor and Steg know that Looks like there's three more heavily armored cultists up there. All with heavy crossbows, full armor, heavy weapons. So, probably not the way we want to go. We need a different route. That we do. And it doesn't seem like yeah. there's any windows in this room. There's arrow slits, but that's, you know, what you know how that is. Yeah. You can't fit out of them. Wester can. Wester <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah. No. Eh. <laughs> no. No, they are literally built just to have a slight field of view and and for an arrow to fit out of. Yeah. I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, now here's an idea. Do you both remember those ruined carts outside the front entrance? Mm-hmm. We could use those as a spot to hide and we create a very, very distracting event. Somewhere else in the keep, draw all the guards over there, and then we can sneak in through the front door. Perhaps the dogs. Perhaps the dogs. (laughs) And with our cloaks and masks, if everyone's in a hurry, they won't have time to really look us over. This is a good plan. I like this plan a lot. There we go. We need something that sounds intense enough to draw a lot of attention from a lot of guards. Would a thaumatological sound help at all here? I think it would. I could do that. Maybe a, um, oh. Hmm. 
Maybe an explosion sound. I think that'll be perfect for the job. Or, or, hmm. Did Finn make any sound? I'm trying to remember. He roared. Yeah, he did. Oh, I'm going to make a Finn roar. Ooh, all right. Right? Okay. So we should get down into position and then enact our plan. I like it. Okay. There we go. This little section that you just opened up to the east, is that not a... Is that not a passageway, or is that just a dead it's space? A tunnel. Oh, it's a tunnel. That's a tunnel out. Yeah, there's a door at the end of it. Oh. Where? Fuck my plan. Why don't we check out the tunnel? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Right here? <laughs> yeah. For the folks listening at home, the tower that we had the combat in just had a tunnel that appears to go right into the keep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very easy. Because I do remember... What's his face? The boy saying that there was a way in there was a way in that's why we came over here so i was kind of like well we'll keep thin roar in the back of our mind that's a good plan let's let's just put it on the pin board of plans to execute plans to execute all right so you guys are stacked up on this door all right Uh, who wants to take the lead i will take lead all right just double check Make sure to take an easy peek out there. Are we doing... What, what, what are we doing? Are we doing stealth? Are we doing just... Hello? Are we doing uh, here's Johnny? I think we're going to go with stealth because... I don't know about you guys, but if someone looks at me too hard, I will be in trouble. Fair. Fair enough. Yora is going to... With consent. Uh-huh. Give uh, you both okay. guidance, yeah. Woohoo! Let's go. Let's do it. 16 stealth for me. Okay. Three. Uh, f- oh, wow. 15 plus 7, 22. Uh, so. Stag, you're going first, right? Correct. Okay. You're down there. Cluster. You are. I'll go second to be in the middle of the the health sandwich. Yes. Not much health sandwich, but some health sandwich. A little bit. Yeah, Yora doesn't have as much as her imposing figure would suggest. Her imposing figure would suggest. Alright, so... Stag, you're at the door. At the end of the tunnel. Correct. It's... Unlocked. Okay. What do you want to do? I would like to push the door open. Just crack it first, see if there's light in there. And if there is, push it open slowly. There's light. You can see this this wall over here. As you open it, there's a door right there. You can see a hanging uh, torch. And then you open it and enter. Is this a supply room of some kind? Or like a an office? With a kind dragon. Kind dragon. You are met with a tiefling sitting behind a desk. He's writing something uh, on a scroll. And when you walk in, 
He glances up at you and looks back down and says, Ah, the outcasts have finally decided to arrive. Look at you. Well done. Well done. I would say I'm impressed, but honestly, it took you far too long. We were trying to be courteous and give you time to prepare. Well, the balls on Fwester just now. Real. Welcome to Captain of All. What can I do for you? And he leans back in his chair, and you can see he has about his neck a pendant with a sword, like a small, like a small sword amulet uh, that glows blue, and his eyes are also glowing blue. All right, and that's where we're in the session. Oh. <laughs> I see that we have entered the arena of dialogue. <laughs> Prepare to be amazed. <laughs> Man, well, this uh, has been a session. Yeah, it's been a good one. For real. I like that combat. It was. That was. You guys good. Ass. That felt satisfying. It, it was mm-hmm. satisfying. It's traumatizing. This is for Yora, yes, but I'm waiting for the repercussions yeah, of that to hit Yora. She's got a passion. I think the adrenaline's still pumping right now. So she's yeah. probably not really thinking about it yet. Poor True. girl. Uh, guys, plug your pluggables. Oh, man. If you want to follow me online, feel free to follow me at Authorized Entry on Instagram. I post some artsy pictures, and I post pictures of my dog. This is There's three of them and a cat. And I'm going to be doing some more photo outings, so you should see me be a little bit more active. And if you're a fan of us and you enjoy a bit more of a talk show format and you have some questions for us, go ahead and DM me. Or if you want to DM Mike instead, you can reach him at... Reach me at tpk.games on Instagram. You can also reach me at C-A-I-N-U-S. That's Canis. That's my personal. Just be sure to let me know who you are, why you're there, uh, when you shoot me a message so that I don't think that you're a stranger and I don't have to call my mom on you. Trust me, you do not want that. No, you don't. She's terrifying. (laughs) Um, uh, You can also find us at patreon.com slash tpkg. Uh, We have a bunch of bonus stuff that goes in there. Uh, You can also listen to our talk show, Table Talks, on on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts in your local area on your phone computer whatever uh gord what you got for us i have games underscore tpk at twitter we be tweeting sometimes we be tweeting and unauthorized entry where i mostly just do as the heart guides and the heart guides me to bullshit all the time you shit on sam all the time i do Uh. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's actually flattery. It is. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Sav, <laughs> what you got? Ooh, well, well, you can uh, follow me at Merrily Sav on Instagram. That is at M-E-R-R-I-L-Y-S-A-V on the gram. That is instantaneous. And 
And um, for my additional plug this week, I, in a world of crazy non-consensual things happening to Yora, I'm going to plug consent. And remember, when in situations that require consent, remember fries. The consent is freely given, reversible, informed, enthusiastic, and specific. Fries, baby. And there you have it. Savism. Great. I didn't know they had uh, an acronym. I did not either. Good to know. I didn't either. Yeah, that's great. I just knew that no means no and consent is is always retractable. And important. Yeah, it's very important. Don't be going around pursing, putting your demon mark on other people. It's not cool. By demon mark, she means hands. Don't put your hands on people. <laughs> well, that's gonna so, do it. Trust me. Us. So if you need to wash your hands, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week, guys. Remember to take care of yourselves, and as always, keep on rolling. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. See y'all. Bye.